Thank you for joining us for another podcast from Covenant Community Church. And now, today's message from Assistant Pastor Tim Rogers. All right, so over the last couple of weeks and coming into this year, one of the words that we've been getting prophetically is, is that this is a season of supernatural favor for the body and specifically this house. And so when I started pondering that, I started thinking about the fact of that, Lord, that's, that's pretty awesome. It gives me the warm and fuzzies. It's like getting a brand new present when you know you can wake up every day and know that something that God wants you to have through his favor is going to be available to you. That's, that's awesome. But the other question that coming to me as well is, is that, God, I want to make sure I don't miss it either. So when I started thinking about that question, then he started asking me some questions about, do I understand what favor looks like? So today, I believe that God wants to show us what favor looks like. Now, these, this favor is kingdom-based. Everything I'm going to talk about is the kingdom. What are we going to be doing for the kingdom as the favor of God is on our lives? Now, I do believe that some of the other things that we may desire will come as well through his favor. But ultimately, his kingdom is what he is concerned with. The kingdom. That's what we have to make sure that we understand and see when we talk about this favor. Because I don't want to miss it. It would be a shame to have the Holy Spirit tell you years and years down the line that you could have had something or walked in something and then you didn't do it, though. Amen? So when I started thinking about favor, one of the things that came to me is, is that what constitutes favor? Who gets it? Why do people get it? So the easiest example to think about was just human interaction. So when you think about favor and someone that you would give favor to, there are probably a couple things that come to your mind. The first thing is, is that you got to know the person. You, you generally don't give favor to someone you don't know. Even if there's a proxy between you and another person, you still know somebody in that chain before that favor comes up. So then God said to me, why would it be any different with him? So he said to attain his favor, we have to make sure that we're in the right position in the relationship with him. That's what his favor gets. We have to be in a real relationship with him to have his favor in our lives. If we miss that part, then it doesn't matter what he's going to do after that. So we got to have our position correct. Now, personally, I've never given any favor to my enemy. I've never done that. Right? So I'm talking about where you go above and beyond to do something for a person. I'm not talking about love. I'm talking about favor. You do something for that. I've never done that. So the question is, is that when God looks at us from a personal standpoint, how does he see us? Because how he sees us determines how much favor we're going to get. All right? I'm just laying the groundwork. Then we're going to get into this because it's going to be exciting because... There are some things that are coming that's going to be awesome for the kingdom. Yes. 
for all of us. But I believe that God has been pouring out his spirit over the last several weeks. And he's been confirming through word of prophecy about us being in supernatural favor. But now he's going to confirm it through his word. They work together. The spirit and the word, the word and the spirit. So now he's going to give us the teaching so that we don't miss it. Because we might think it's one thing when it's really another thing. Because if we're looking in the wrong direction for the favor, then we can still miss it. Amen? Do we all want to be looking in the right direction? All right. So as we talk about this a little bit, I believe there are four outcomes that happen in our lives when supernatural favor is present. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And so I said, have your fingers ready, right, or your... Uh, your electronics ready because we're going to go through a lot of scripture. Yeah, so we are. So let's go. So we're going to talk about outcomes produced through supernatural favor. That's what we're going to talk about. All right, so let's go, let's, go to, uh, let's go over to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Chapter 1, verse 30. That's what we're going to read. So we're going to read the scripture, and then we're going to get into the principle here. So it reads, Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. All right? You have found favor with God. All right? So our first principle here is, is that when supernatural favor is present, the call upon your life is accelerated. All right? So let's talk about this, what's going on here. All right, so this is Mary, Jesus' mother, right? This is Gabriel talking to her. She, he has a message for her from God that says, hey, you're going to be, you're going to bear the king of kings. All right? So he says, though, that she has found favor from the Lord. So the first thing you got to see here is that faith found is past tense. She's already found the favor that he's talking about. He didn't say that she was going to have the favor. She already found it. So that means that her relationship already was established to the point that he says now, because of that, the favor is going to come upon you. So now, why is this important? Well, because she's getting ready to go through something that is like no other person is ever going to go through ever again on this earth. She's going to give birth to the Savior. Now, we, we think about it, yeah, that's great. But she has some questions. So right after that, she says, well, how is that going to happen? I have not known a man. And he, the, Gabriel says, well, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. So, yeah, this is a great blessing. But what I want you to see here is, is that it doesn't exempt her for having to go through things that are going to be difficult. Amen. Because everything after that point, stuff is happening. First thing is, is that she got to try to explain this to her husband. Now, she's engaged to Joseph right now, and he ain't been with her, and he knows that. Right. So 
Because I'm just going to be honest, if, if she pop up talking about she got a baby, there's going to be some problems. I don't think any man is going to be like, wait a minute, hold up, what, you what? Right? So do we know by the scriptures, though, right, that God came to him in a dream, right, to <laughs> confirm what she was telling him, right? But the Lord had to intervene, but the situation was still there. It wasn't like the situation got bypassed just because the Lord said so. She still had to go through that situation, but he intervened on her behalf. So the same thing is going to be for us. So if we're looking for favor to say a situation is going to open up, that may be great, but that doesn't exempt anything else that may come after that. We have to be prepared for this. Because if we think that's the case and we say, God, you gave me favor, yes. And then all of a sudden we walk through that door and then we're like, well, wait a minute. Your, your attitude can change very quickly. Because it's not even only her husband. Everybody in the town knew. Right? They will come into Joseph talking about, man, you need to put her away. Something's going on, man. This don't sound right. Right? So now you got people talking about you. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So now what's going to happen to all of those voices that you keep hearing through the side? We can't be focused on that. We got to understand that the call upon our lives are going to be accelerated because after this word, immediately all of these things started to take place. So when we get the favor of God, we got to be ready to go. This is not a time to be stale. This is not a time to be stationary. This is a time of we got to get it now. Because she didn't have any time to prepare. Right after this, she goes and sees Elizabeth and stays with her for three months. So it, soon, right now. So the question is, are we ready? Are we ready for this favor? Because God says when I turn it on, it's like a faucet. We got to be ready to go. This is not a time to be bailing ship. Either we're going to be on board or we're not. Because if we aren't, then we just forfeited that favor. The supernatural favor is always going to accelerate things in your life. Because then you're going to have to walk by faith. Because <laughs> you ain't going to be able to see everything. Things are going to be moving too fast. You got to be ready to go. Hit the ground running, as they say. Take the lumps and keep moving. All right. Now, this word is supposed to be encouraging. It's going to be encouraging. All right. The encouraging piece is, is that God is telling us up front. Right? Because if you didn't know, that'd be different. That's right. But God is saying he's confirming what he's done in the spirit through the word now. He's telling us, be ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. We'll excel the call on your life. Y'all ready for the next one?
Amen, amen. All right, let's go to Luke 2. Luke 2 and 52. Pray that I wrote down the scriptures right this time. (laughs) All right, I did. Praise God. All right. And it reads, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So the next outcome of supernatural favor is when supernatural favor is present, wisdom and greater influence are available. The influence and wisdom that we have is at a greater level when God's favor is in it. So now let's, let's talk about what's going on here with Jesus. Right? So this is, he's about 12 or so. This is when his parents left, left him in Jerusalem when they went there for the Feast of Passover, right? So they had traveled all the way back home and realized that he wasn't with them. Now, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. When I first read this, I said, Dag, I could see how this conversation went between Mary and Joseph. Because she was probably looking at him like, boy, you done lost the kid. He got all of that blame. I I know he did. Because I would. You did what? You were somewhere and you lost the baby? I never, be, <laughs> I would never live that one down. Uh, I can't find her. I, I don't know where she's at. Uh, but anyway, so they go all the way home, find out he's not there. So they're pondering like, well, where, where is he at? Now, it's key where he's at and also what he says. So they find him in the temple with the teachers teaching. So Mary, being the nice mother, says, well, Jesus, well, now, now you know who we were leaving. Why, why weren't you with us? And he says to her, wouldn't you know I would be about my father's business? So we have to have the favor, but that should really ultimately propel us into being about our father's business. And then when we're about our father's business, then the wisdom and the influence comes. That's right. Because now we have a direct link to God. We have a direct link to the Father. He's like, look, you knew. You should have known where I was going to be at. There should have been no question about it. That should be how people should see us. Well, why do you go to church every Sunday? Because I'm about my Father's business. Amen. Why do you have Bible study every week? Because I'm about my Father's business. Why are you always talking about prayer? Because I'm about my father's business. That should be our staple. Because through that, the favor comes. When the favor comes, then we get the wisdom and the influence that we ultimately need and want. Because I don't know anybody that doesn't want any wisdom. I don't know anybody that doesn't want any influence. There are so many things that happen in our lives just based on influence. Why? Because it goes right back to what we started with, the relationship. The favor starts with the relationship. Influence. That's how things turn around. Influence. People that don't know you but know somebody that does know you. Influence. (sighs) 
the people that don't want to like you but have to like you because of somebody's influence. See, we, we got to see what this is. This is bigger than just, oh, well, I just know a couple people. No, we're talking about supernatural. God says that the heart of the king is in his hands, right? What does that mean? Influence. Even though you may not have anything that you can do about a situation, God says, but I can. Influence. We want some influence. We want some influence here. So we need to ensure that we get in the right position so that we can get this wisdom and greater influence. Gotta love it. Amen. All ready? All right, all right. Let's go over to Job chapter 10. Y'all all right so far? Y'all enjoying it? All right, Job 10 and 12. And it reads, you have granted me life and favor, and your care has preserved my spirit. Oh, my. So the next one, when supernatural favor is present, you have an unobstructed view of his glory. Now, when we talk about Job, we all know the things that he went through, right? He was a man that was serving God. He was a man that was praying for his kids. He was a man that was always seeking the Lord. And then all of a sudden, though, something happened, right? Family gone. Money gone. Health gone eventually, right? Everything he had gone. Now, this is several chapters after this. Now, he's asking some questions, so we, he, like all of us would be. But then he gets to one point in his life, and he says, but, Lord, your favor. Wait a minute. This guy is on a point of death, but he's talking about the favor that he says is on his life, that God has preserved his spirit. Supernatural favor will allow us to see through all of that other stuff, but we can only see his glory. Come on. Because even through all of that, he said, God, I know. I know your favor's on me. I know you have preserved who I am. Even in spite of all of that stuff taking place. Now, what's, awesome, what's interesting about this is that God let Satan do it, right? We, we know that based on the word. So now, look at the confidence in God, in his man. So, can God be confident in us? Because Satan said, there's no way he won't curse you. There's no way, God. God says, go ahead and try it then. Now, on the surface, it may not be something that we want. But what an honor it is that God trusts you so much. He said, throw your best stuff. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. That person right there ain't going to crack. They're going to still give me the glory. They're going to still be walking. They're going to still be seeking me. 
They're going to still be loving me. They're going to still be kind. And they ain't going to let any of that stuff weigh them down. And ultimately, all they're going to see is my glory. This is one of the ones where you got to be careful <laughs> if you ask for it. <laughs> right? Because it's like, on a, like, hey, that would be nice, Lord, but then it's like, oh, what's going to happen if I ask for it? Right? But what an honor. What a position that he was in. Again, he's not secluded either. He's got friends talking to him. He's got people in his ear like, why are you still? I mean, this is the guy that... His wife said, curse God and die. Good grief. Now, you would think your bride would back you up at least. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, you with it all the time, right? Nah, she was like, nah, this is too much right here. You need to go ahead and get rid of that God. Better yet, just go ahead and die because then that way maybe I'll be safe. I mean, like, she was like... She was out. <laughs> Curse God and die. From the closest relationship he had on the earth. Even that, he didn't get any support. You, you, got, you, you got to put it all in context. Because that shows you how important this has to be. You have to understand his faith and his mindset at this point. Man, good stuff. Amen. Unobstructed view of his glory. I think I got it. Oh, I got something for you. All right. The closer you are to God, the easier the comprehension of his greatness becomes. Right? So what I'm saying is, is that this is not trying to understand God. What I'm saying is, is that even through it, when you get closer... You understand, boy, this is a really big God. Your comprehension, your trust, your faith goes to a whole new level the closer you get to him. Because the closer you get to him, the smaller everything else gets. And it increases your understanding and comprehension of his greatness. Because if he can do all of that, then you're like, well, I ain't got to worry about nothing. But the key factor is, is that you got to get close. This is not for <laughs> out in the wilderness Christians. You're going to have to go in. This is, what, this, is, this is the key part. You have to go in. There is no time to be sitting back and lingering. No parts of being in the outer court. You may have to go all the way in. Because we have to see God for who he really is. Come on, come on. And the only way that we can do that is that we got to get closer to him. Yes. Then everything in front of you is obstructed because all you can see is him. Favor. Supernatural favor. Amen. All right, y'all ready? All right, go over to Daniel 1. Daniel 1 and 9. Okay. It says, Now God had brought Daniel into favor 
and goodwill with the chief eunuchs. All right, so let's, let's, let's talk about this one a little bit. Make sure I got my slides right. Okay. When supernatural favor is present, doors open for you that will remain closed for others. All right. Doors will open for you that will remain closed for others. All right. So let's let's put this in context of what's going on here. Right. So Judah's in captivity to King Nebuchadnezzar. Right. Babylon. And they are taking over. So what happens when people take over? They want their culture to be integrated with the people they took over. Right. Because if you can't control the people, then it's not really a takeover. Right. So now they're doing a power trip. Basically, the king says, look, we got to get in there. Good. Let's get them. So he asks for all of the smart, good looking people. <laughs> what this was synonymous to me is, is that the enemy is always going to try to get to our children. That's what I saw. And not only the children, everyone that is excelling. Because they're the ones that have the influence. You notice how all of these are tying in. He, so they have all of those people, and they say, look, because we chose you, we're going to teach you all of our ways. We'll let you eat all our good stuff. You get all the good meats and wine and all that good stuff. But Daniel says, I, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to defile myself. So... It says that God gave him favor so that he could ask if he could not partake. Now, that's a door that opened that normally he wouldn't have been able just to walk through. Because he ain't going to just approach the king's workers and be like, look, man, I ain't, I'm not doing that. But right before that, it says that God favored him. So the door opened for him based on the favor that was on his life. Because God knew that when he walked through the door, he was going to honor him with what he was doing. Because the chief eunuch comes back and says, well, no, 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 I can't do that for you. I'm scared of the king myself. How am I going to do that for you? He's going to get me then. So Daniel says, well, try me for 10 days. See if I look any worse for wear than anybody else. And sure enough, he didn't. Because of the grace of God. Now, I want to make sure that this is clear. When I say the door opens for you, the meaning the door is for you. See, sometimes when we hear God say, I'm going to open a door for you, I know, well, let me, let me, let me be honest, me. I've heard that and I thought, well, dag, Lord, what happens if somebody else walks through it? God is not saying that he's opening a door and then just everybody that gets to it first can get in. That's not what he's saying. He's saying the door that I open for you is just for you. So that's why it's going to remain closed for everybody else. He's no respecter of person. He's not going to open the door for you and then leave it closed. for No, that's not what I mean. What I'm saying is the door is for you. Now the question is, are you going to walk through it? Because the door won't be available for anybody else but you. So it has to be closed for everybody else. No one else was going to be able to approach the king's workers outside of 
Daniel. He was the only one that was going to be able to go through that door. And he did. Based on God had already favored him. Favor. So now the question I want to ask everybody is, now hearing all of that, do you still want it? God showed us four different individuals, including the Lord himself, of things that open up for us. But in every situation, they all had to make tough decisions. They had to be willing to go to the end for what they believed. There was no half-stepping. There was no double-dutching. You can't jump in and jump out. Because <laughs> the grace of God is going to make sure you stay in there as long as you don't pull yourself out. So the question is, do you still want it? Because there are a lot of awesome things that are going to be coming our way for us to advance the kingdom because of God's favor. Now, I do believe that there are personal things in life that he's going to also open up. I really do. So, but I believe that he really wants us to understand the kingdom principles of favor. This is what it looks like when it's about kingdom. Because the scripture that he brought to me was Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. God is saying as long as we stay focused on the kingdom, the other things that we may want or need, they're already going to be there. But if we get too focused on the things that we want and need versus what's in the kingdom, then we have it backwards. So I'm not saying that this isn't a season for that as well. I do believe that. But I believe that God wants to confirm what he's been pouring out in the spirit. And he's just a loving and awesome and wonderful God that he says, I want you to be prepared. This is always about preparation when it comes to the word. Because now we can't say we didn't know. God wants us to know. But these are some awesome attributes to walk in. And look how powerful he's building his army if we just get on board with this right here. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I don't have any more points. (laughs) But we're going to go ahead and close with the message at least. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that it was it was motivating. That, that, that's what I believe. When I heard it and God gave it to me, it really motivated me. Because we keep saying we want to see all of these signs and wonders and miracles and things happening. But this is the stuff that we got to get right. And if we don't get this right, then we'll never experience it. I don't want to be like the children of Israel when they came out and they knew about the land filled with milk and honey, but they never got it. I don't want to be that first generation. 
I don't want God to be saying for the last eight weeks almost that he's pouring out his spirit. And he says, all of these things are available to us, and then I never see any of it. That would be a shame. So God is saying, let's get right. So that we may have these things and that we can prosper in everything that we do. Choose the kingdom this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed by today's powerful teaching. Thank you for your continued prayers and financial support of this ministry. Visit us in person at 5805 West Highway 74 in Indian Trail, North Carolina. That's near Lowe's Hardware. Or you can find us on the web at www.changeatc3.org. That's change, C-H-A-N-G-E-A-T-C, the number three, dot org. Or call us at 704-821-7368. Covenant Community Church, where the truth is revealed.